Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your guest host back once again, like the Renegade Master. It is me, Neil Bolt, formerly of PSU. Cool. Wound me, sir. You wound me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like oh, you, you derailed his train. <laughs> Man, his train was like a candle in the wind. <laughs> yes, no, nothing goes down better on a podcast than in jokes that the audience is going, "What?" and thinking. Basically, it was a whole conversation about Princess Diana before this. It was rather tasteless, and I started it. To be fair, but <laughs> tasteless, and you don't need to know more about it. And it, it kind of stopped suddenly. Uh, then we had some professional composure, which ended. <laughs> I was slighted by Klaus. Um, Klaus is here, clearly. As, as you hi, hi. <laughs> guy. Oh come that. on! Admit it. You missed this voice. That voice, man. <laughs> it's good to have you back. It really is. Thank you. It, your voice warms many a cold night, I have to say. So, oh. wow. Is the beard growing back as well now for you? It, it, uh, we're, we're keeping it short. It's, it's, it's here, but we're not going the full beard. We're not going Grizzly Adams this time. In style class at this rate. That's good. Anyway, the winter's coming. You, you may reconsider. Uh, so. Winter is coming. Yes, you, you can... Get those bristles uh, bristling, if, if we will. On, on this prestige podcast, it's, of course, Ben Shillerville Hall. I am here to talk animes and really off stuff that I shouldn't talk about. I mean, I say quite ironically, but it's not if you've ever heard me host this podcast before. <laughs> um, I, I'm not really here to talk anime. I, I'm really here to just sort of make segues to segments and... Uh, Really, yeah. um, which is yeah, very anime is, in, in a way. It's like I am the filler episodes of the podcast, if you will. I, I'm just here to fluff it up a bit. The only difference is, unlike normal fillers, people prefer that to the canon. <laughs> to the canon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody likes everybody likes the twenty episode arc of who, what we're having for dinner. It's <laughs> it's a. It's a that 20 minute arc where you cook that five minute meal a meal what a meal <laughs> um, anyway <laughs> other people are in this podcast too there is of course Gary Bagdasarov sup players hey it's not my phone for one <laughs> I just you know, I'm back in the saddle and I hear a phone ring, you talk. I, I assume naturally it's your phone. Is I know, it not right? Me? It's so weird that it's not. It's fine. I'm just I'm just saying. Is, is someone like cheating on your phone? Oh my god. Screw in <laughs> with your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to talk animes. I'm excited to talk anime. Oh, it's almost like we are working with an anime budget because we're getting repetitive lines now as well uh, as everything else. Is here. Well, it's Chris DeVessa. How are you doing, Chris? Carpool! 
that was the name of the Tom Arnold movie where he drove through the shopping mall. Now Jesus I remember. God, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that was like two hours so ago. Long. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am back no. after a long and much needed absence. I'm so happy you're here. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to think my absence was much needed at this rate and maybe it should have maybe continued at this Crap. rate. Probably going to need again after this. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I have returned and I have much to say, as always. Yes, we're going to give you your own recap segment today. Yes. Uh, I'm so happy. Of... You get your own section. Mm. And being section for once, which is why you're away, obviously. Or, or simply being sex. Without the chunk yeah, let's, on it. Let's not go there. I think you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you when I'm done, Gary. <laughs> and spent. First clap of the day has been. Um, rounding out our party is, of course, the, the man, the myth, the legend that is Alfonso Voxel. How are you doing, Alfonso? I'm well. I'm, I'm hanging in there. Still going through my 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 stages, but I'm um, I'm hanging in there. Well, you've got us to. That's what's entertained, but to hear. The, the, there's always worse things in life uh, to be confronted with, and that's being on a podcast with these people. It, it, it's definitely one of those. So yeah, it's, it's all good. It's a very limited list, but there's still a list. I'll take that list. Yay. It's a very exclusive list, though. That's that's the key. It's to die for, as I said, that you could have this kind of list that, uh, of people that are so horrible that um, you would still be all right coming out the other end of this podcast. It is amazing. Amazing that anyone could. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, you, you pretty much... The way everything in life comes out of the other end, this podcast, eh, we're pretty good. I don't think we're quite to the uh, that stage yet. We're okay. We're okay. Sorry. I'm <laughs> downplaying. It, it, it's a common tactic. You know, it's fine. It's... We'll dig it. Anyway, we're here to talk in general. Wait, there, I, think, I think you forgot one more person. Did I? Yeah, he's, he's got a name like an anime character or a video game character, like Nightbringer or something. I don't he know. already got him. Where the fuck were you? Apparently, Gary's not paying attention. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I am dumb. Leave me alone. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. Sorry, I, no. I must have missed that part. <laughs> yes, you did. Shout out to Klaus for. <laughs> Shout outs. I'm having a beer. Leave me alone. I want a beer. I'm having a beer. I still remember talking to Klaus. <laughs> well, you know, because we're going to open this with the whole fairy tale thing, which is of the announcement of the final. I, I say with uh, air quotes here final season. Um, so, yeah, take it away, Gary. Take it away. Yes, yes. So, it's been, I believe, about two years since the last season of Fairy Tale aired um people thought it was the end of the anime uh even though there's still some a lot of unanswered questions especially since it left off on a big tease of what's to come and finally now that the 
just finished the the manga. Um, the fairy tale manga is over. He's now moving on to a spinoff of fairy tale, which takes place in the same world, just with some different characters, with uh, a lot of the main cast cameo playing cameos in 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 that story as well. But um, the final season of the anime is airing this fall. Uh, Funimation announced that it will be airing it, uh, I believe, with their uh, Samuel dub. Is that what it's called? Samuel dub? Samuel dub. Samuel yeah, where it's the... With the um, sub. Yeah, the Japanese and the English version airs at the same time. But lately, that hasn't been the case with a lot of their Samuel dubs, where they're probably like two episodes behind on their English dubs. But it seems like all the voice voice cast is returning for the English version. Um, for Ooh, when Todd it eventually and Colleen Clinkenbeard for the win. Yeah, yeah, and whoever plays Lucy, that's that's all I care about. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, it's still unknown for sure whether it is going to be a Samuel dub. Um, but the way that they made the announcement, it seems like it's going to be. But it's coming. Uh, for those who want to catch up on Fairy Tale, it is available on Crunchyroll and Funimation. Uh, there, I believe it's about eight seasons. Uh, I'm not sure how many episodes by number they're up to. But in my opinion, they have two movies. One of them is available for streaming right now. I believe it is The Priestess of Fire or something like that. Um, but the second movie that released last year is still not available on streaming, but you can buy it and watch it if you so choose to. But yes, Fairy Tales final season airs this fall. And you should choose to watch it because it is a fantastic anime. Yes, I, yeah, along uh, with it, some other people, have watched it. Please, whoever has watched it, chime in. Um, <laughs> I haven't finished it all the way through. <clears throat> I'm uh, about midway through the entire available seasons, and I've I've it's one of those ones. There are so many episodes that you you kind of end up watching them in chunks or arcs. Um, like I finished the first fifty two episodes that were on Netflix, and and immediately and obviously was hooked. I binged it. Uh, wasn't able to watch anything more again until I got my you know the Funimation Crunchyroll um, subscriptions. And, uh, yeah, you just, it's absolutely worth it, I would say, to go through and watch, uh, watch it. If, if it hooks you, then, yeah, by far, it's great to get into. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun characters, magical world. Um, it's, a, it's a shonen with wizards, so they're launching all their cool attacks and some great battle scenes. And, yeah, watch it in chunks, I would recommend. Like, do an arc. Um, if you want to binge the next one, do it. Don't burn yourself out on it. Like, and if you're catching up, binging. But it has some very great arcs that are perfect to like stop in between because they each reveal the piece of the larger story uh, going on as you get to know these characters and kind of the big, the big overall evil, you know, enemy in that. Uh, I very much love it. I, it's one of my one of my top ten all time anime. So yeah. By the way, are you paying for Crunchyroll and Funimation separately? No, <laughs> no, I am not. I have a Verve. I was going to say because if you are, you should go move over to Verve, where yeah. you can get yes, Crunchyroll, Funimation, and other net, other at, at streaming services for the bundle price. Go check out Verve.com. Mm-hmm. Please sponsor us. 
Two shows running, we've had sponsor opportunities from Ben. I do wonder if he's on the slide doing this and uh, pocketing. Uh, uh, you know, if I was pocketing the money, the money would then go towards giveaways. That's true. But you haven't mentioned anything about the pizzas yet. So. <laughs> but you're like the Scarborough well, of Rob, or the Robin Hood of Scarborough, is what you're saying? You know that I can't talk about those because it's not a video game podcast and they don't sponsor anime, so. I should also mention that of the all the seasons out there, two of them, I believe, are not uh, based off the manga. I know one of them, for a fact, was a spinoff, uh, and that's the one that deals with the Zodiac characters, mm-hmm. uh, Zodiac Keys. Uh, that entire arc was a... Um, filler arc because it's not in a manga they just did it to wait for the manga to catch up and uh they one of the seasons is also a prequel season and it pretty much shows you how the fairy tale guild started so it's fine i mean in considering how rich that is it's a cool thing to know i think mm-hmm. in that regard yeah there for a second. Well, you, you actually almost threw me for a second. I thought you were going to say there's a story arc about the Zodiac Killer, and that, that would have been much more. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I didn't know there's a Final Fantasy fourteen crossover with Zodiac. No, no, no. Uh, Lucy, <laughs> one of the characters, she's a celestial wizard, and she uses these keys that summons the Zodiac Ain't characters, no. pretty much Sagittarius, Libra, these types of characters. Aquarius, the best yeah. one. <laughs> you think about. Um, arcs and to be honest the first arc itself is, is so utterly charming mm-hmm. great motivation for watching the rest of it it has to be said as the dinner reason i haven't watched as much as i wanted to is just because between sites you know different sites have different things and you can't really recollect where the episodes are supposed to be and it, it felt like i missed a chunk of stuff when i, I moved from one place to another but yet it's so much good in the, in the first like fifty episodes. It's just great run. I think there's two, three arcs in that time. They're just great fun, and even though they do, yeah, follow a lot of the same. You know, oh, the hero's getting beaten to shit. Oh, look, he's found a new power out of. He's pulled out of his ass, and here we are. Yeah, and there's definitely a lot of reused animations. Um, but from a shonen anime, well, not shonen because he has fairy tales, not shonen. That type of anime, um, it's kind of become the norm. So it's it's nice. It, for the most part, I think I know it gets a bit pervier later in, but it is quite wholesome in a lot of ways, despite you know, the excessive violence. The fan the service. Uh, well, <laughs> there's a reason, Gary. <laughs> hey, uh, let's put it that way. There's, uh, there's hey, a lot of, uh, Lucy's. Adorable, okay. And <laughs> service. Urza, Urza are a bust, man. Urza are a bust. You want a strong woman that can take care of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm a critic on this one, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I don't want a woman to punish me physically all the time for nothing. You was. And plus there's Grey. Anyone who, who wants <laughs> the male, some male nudity, uh, there is Grey. It's constant being unclothed thing. So great. Why are you naked again? (laughs) Can can I just mention this? One of the funniest moments in that entire show 
is actually in the movie, the 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 priestess one that I talked about, where for those who who haven't watched Fairy Tale, Lucy always finds some way of losing her clothes all the time for whatever reason or not, like it's destroyed or during a battle she gets all torn up. But one of the on-running jokes is that Gray always ends up taking his clothes off for whatever reason. He just can't help it. <laughs> and he's he's kind of like the ice mage. Um, and one of the things that happens is she's constantly losing her clothes and he's constantly taking it off. And there's one point in the movie where Lucy doesn't realize that she's naked and until they kind of point out and then she freaks out and Natsu, who's essentially the main character, he kind of looks at Grey and he looks at him with like this evil eye and Grey looks at him and it's like, it's not contagious, damn it. And it was fantastic because he's like Natsu at that point like finally questions why Lucy is constantly getting naked. <laughs> and then he just turns to Gray with like these beady eyes and Gray just kind of looks at him and says, it's not contagious, yeah, yeah. damn it. Because that's the funny thing about it because it never becomes a big thing with Lucy until after you know she meets Gray. And, and like, so it is almost like it's contagious. And, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That show. It's a fun show. So many too. good characters, too. So many good characters, memorable characters oh, yeah. in there. They're all so fantastic. Sporting Guts great mm. in that show, it has to be said. But anyway, that, that's enough about that. We've got other things to talk about. Can I bring something up that I forgot to talk, uh, uh, suggest earlier? Oh. I know. Here comes a new challenger. Uh, there's rumors uh, the, 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 that a sequel to Bleach is in the works. Um, the live action movie, right? No, the actual manga. Um, basically, when the live action movie came out, uh, that famous crossroads in Tokyo, I can't remember where it's called. Oh. Basically, had a load of bleach advertisements around it, and people thought that um, the uh, it was just towards the bleach movie. But he's also now recently re- uh, released a spin-off manga, which, although it supposedly has nothing to do with Bleach, mentions a uh, the Soul Society, like a Western version of the Soul Society. And there's a couple of panels where the um, letters for the Bleach, yeah, Bleach, yeah, letters for Bleach is like darkened. So um, the manga is called Burn the Witch. I haven't read it myself yet because I haven't found one uh, translated yet. But yeah, supposedly uh, a radio. What? No Radiohead album. <laughs> yeah, supposedly it's called Burn the Witch, and there is some teases towards either like a new season of Ble- yeah, a new sort of Bleach series that's going to be a manga. So cool. Whether it's going to be a direct well, sequel or a spin-off with this like Western Soul Society, who knows? But there's developments in the bleaching. Yeah, that is that's sure. awesome. I've been I've been kind of eagerly awaiting to hear what um, drink your milk. Uh, <laughs> son is gonna. Uh, is Did gonna you watch the movie, next. Chris? I haven't seen the bleach movies. Mm. No. No, they like they made a live action movie on Netflix. 
No, oh no, I haven't, I haven't watched that. No, I stay watch away from it. that. I haven't watched Death Note watch either. It, trust me. It's Seriously? decent ish. The, the Death Note one, stay away from, yeah, but uh, the Bleach one, watch. The Bleach wasn't made by... Bleach wasn't made by Netflix. It was that, it's actually a, a movie made in Japan. It's just nice. that Netflix okay. is the one that's got the rights to air it. It's just like the Full Metal Alchemist movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I haven't seen that. Actually, how was that? I liked that one as well. I yeah. think I liked the Bleach one just a touch better. But yeah. I was overall, you know, I I didn't hate yeah. the um. And when it comes the, the to live Metal. action movies, not hating it means it's better than most of them. Well, yes, that is very true, especially when you, when you think of the uh, Dragon Ball live action. You swear what, too what much, Dragon good Ball sir. What, no, I, I, no, Klaus, what Dragon Ball live action movie? Nothing like that. <laughs> Just like the Avatar Last Airbender live action movie. It doesn't fucking exist. It never that that, that movie by M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong? <laughs> Where the twist was, he didn't make a good movie. No, that's you know, not. I watched. Twist. I rewatched Unbreakable the other day, and I have I a didn't whole new appreciation for that. For that. For that uh, movie. By the way, you guys wonderful. do know that they're making a new Netflix live action. My last bender. <laughs> yes, I know that. But, they're making a, a a live action TV show. Netflix yeah. is doing it. Lovely. That, but to, okay. To, to be fair, the, though. Yeah. You you have to remember, like, if you're doing a live action of an anime like Full Metal Alchemist yeah. or even Bleach, you, you watch those animes and then you imagine them live action, yeah. and you have to like understand just how much money it's gonna take to do it. Plus, you know, physics exists because in this world. it's gonna require an insane amount of CG, which outside of Hollywood, a lot of studios don't really have the budget to do those. So they do what they really can do. Also, if I new... if I if I saw Full Metal, Metal Alchemist, then I'll be like, "Damn, that's going to be impossible to do unless you have a massive budget." Also, this Life, new which season, clearly... also this new season of Last Airbender, this live action, is actually being made by the creators, original creators of the anime. So, anime Ooh. manga. So nice. <laughs> I, I I feel like there's a lot of good news coming out of. Uh... The uh, anime world, especially with Netflix, for recently. some reason, it's been pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they do what they can with what they have, and people should yeah. try to remember that that Japan I, I live in doesn't really have the budget for those types of. I live in England. Big Anything that movies. gets announced as anime that's released here, we're like, yes. But, but you guys, you guys don't need any CG or anything like that. Just go walk outside your door, fil <laughs> film some werewolves jumping around, maybe killing somebody, doing their thing, and you got a movie. Yeah, easy, easy. You have the resources over there. You can make a, a low budget, big box office return hit. but see, you, it's almost a no-win situation for them because either Live the Japanese studios it. make it and they don't have the great budget to do so. Yeah. Or it's done by Hollywood and everybody hates it because they whitewash the whole thing. Almost like there's a way they could do it the right way around. And like, <laughs> yeah, almost. Project. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no way. Obviously, that wouldn't appeal to Western audiences, so they wouldn't bother. You know, this is the problem that they want it to appeal to Western audiences, and apparently that means that people who don't like anime, despite wanting to watch it in the first place. So it's either upset the people that like the anime in the first place, 
by an audience or doing it the way around and just making it pointless and oh look all the people who've already watched the other stuff will just not watch it anyway because it has american involvement yeah see it's a no-win situation for everybody like you look at ghost in the shell like they did a live action with scarlett johansson everybody refused to watch it because they whitewashed it and i watched it i i actually enjoyed it i didn't mm-hmm. think it was as bad as everybody said it was i think it followed the story pretty well uh, from a lot of the key sequences that that anime had but they refused to watch it a lot of people refused to watch it because of that damn scruffy neck beards yeah (laughs) this is why they're all all over scarlett johansson unless it's you know she's being cast in their minds the correct way yeah like this is why the akira movie is never going to happen like it's been talked about for almost 15 years now and it's just not going to happen I'm sorry, I don't see it happening without Ke- them Keanu Reeves, pissing Ke- somebody off. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Keanu, Keanu Reeves Kanye as um, Kaneda. And Kanye West as, uh, <laughs> as uh, Tetsuo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's insane enough, so it could work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but careful, man. You don't want Kanye on you. Nah, we don't want Kanye like, making the oh, diss track no. on us. <laughs> anyway, what you should never forget is that Takashi Mike made a jojo's beautiful adventure film yeah and, and it's, jojo's and beautiful I, adventure i thought it was bizarre adventure he meant bizarre <laughs> okay. i knew what you meant Neil. <laughs> sorry maybe it really was beautiful maybe it was beautiful maybe it's, maybe it was a beautiful yeah, adventure. it's jojo's bizarre adventure it is beautiful <laughs> i've never film. watched that it's actually one of the more bizarre, beautiful things to happen so I think that's a fair description on that front. <laughs> I still have never watched JoJo's. You're not it's alone. A, I, I, it, it's fuck, it, it, there's a reason it's called Bizarre Adventure. That show is fucking wild. It's crazy. But I it, it relies on a lot of <laughs> American, European stuff, and I like it for that. It, when animes do that, it's always fun. Uh, when they sort of reputation of you know, the Western side of stuff, I like seeing that. That's why, you know, games like, in video games, stuff like Devil May Cry and Resident Evil is like very much an, oh, look, this is us doing American stuff. I love that side of it. It's much better than doing it the other way a lot of the time. Hello, uh, fellow I, kids. <laughs> the fact with, the, with that film as well, um, you know, Takashi Mike, he just does bizarre shit so well. If you've ever watched the... the uh, the happiness of the catamarans or or even yeah audition things like that just he just jumps from genre to genre so easily he is a master of his craft and he just does that so well i mean if you ever see the box art for the the dvds of that film it's fucking wank it's just like someone literally just got into it word and typed the title out on the screen and that is it but you know, quite admirably, it gives it a good go considering how weird it is as a series. It, it, he's done very good on that regard. Anyway, we've got other things to cover, um, namely Klaus, My Hero Academia. And My Hero. Hero. So we were, we've all been kind of talking about when are they going to end this uh, season three, and well, we got our answer this week. 
So episode 63 is uh, going to be the last episode for a while, it sounds like, guys. Um, we get to uh, meet, know a little bit more about the big three at UA. Uh, so we've got uh, the guy who looks like a, a vault boy on uh, All Might's body. And, or in my uh, case, he looks like if Ditto turned into All Might. Ditto Might. Ditto Might. Oh, Ditto! Yeah, uh, and it's still better than Miltan, so. <laughs> I still haven't gotten another one of those since that day. I, I didn't know you could get them. Oh, then they still turn into dittos, though. They do. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we'll, we'll, we can talk about that another time. Well, Pokemon's still anime, so. Well, we're talking about <laughs> my hero now. Come on. <laughs> Don't yeah, make me hurt you, Ben. My heroes. So yeah, we've got the, the, the big three. Yeah. Mirio Togata. Um... Nejire Hado, and Tamaki Amajiki. I think that was pretty close. Yeah. Um, Amajiki is, what is it? Uh, he's compared to having the, the heart of a flea. He just, yeah. he has this intense stare that, that has everybody all just uh, frozen in fear, but so is he. And he just, he can't do it. He's trying to picture them as potatoes. They told okay. him, picture the, picture the class as potatoes, and you'll be fine. And he, he, so he's get the stare. He's staring at them. And all of a sudden, bloop, everybody's head turns into a potato, you know, in his view. And yeah. he's, he, it still doesn't help him. And he's like, I can't do this. I was kind of hoping that was his quirk, actually, to be honest. That, that would have been hilarious. That would have been amazing. But no, he was. it's like their version of trying to picture everybody in their underwear. But it yeah. um, didn't work for him. So we don't get to know much about him. Then um, uh, Nejire decides to uh, you know start speaking up, and she has all of these questions for Class One A. She's like, "Oh wow, well, you know, I, I've heard about your quirk. You know, why are you wearing a mask? Oh, are are, are you Todoroki? Is that is what's it like to get burned under there?" And, and Todoroki's sitting back there going like, "Um, what?" And she basically has the um, attention span of a kindergartner. Of course, best boy gets, you know, can I play with your balls? <laughs> <laughs> That's sexual harassment. Yeah. She didn't mean those balls. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty hilarious. And then Aizawa I, I is getting all frustrated with this because it's just not going anywhere. Um, and he's like, this, we need to get this going. And, and so then uh, Togata comes up and he's like, he's going to try and explain how everything, how all this uh, works with the, the work studies. But he's like, he figures it's better if he shows them. So he's like, I want you all to fight me at once. And they're like, what? So, well, they go fight him. They go to the gym. Um, and... Uh, a pretty amazing fight scene happens. We get to see what Togata's uh, um, quirk is, and we get to learn a bit about him, which is very cool. Uh, ben, you want to talk about uh, Togata's quirk a little bit? Uh, Togata, the word I can't say, I'm going to call him Ditto Mike for now. Uh, his quirk <laughs> is um, he has the ability of permination. Uh, he can merge himself, he can, basically, he can sort of. If anyone has watched uh, Naruto, he can warp into solid matter and liquid ma liquids actually as well. 
um, by merging his body in with the um, surface. Uh, but when he turns his quirk off, due to the collision of the, uh, you know, because he's yeah, become solid, he actually gets pushed out of the material. In fact, he uses this to attack the enemy quite often. You know, he, he showed it off during with his like little fight, where he was able to push himself forward to um, attack the uh, team. He's also incredibly smart because he learned that it's best to go for the range first, using this and you know keeping them you know and then going for the close range afterwards because he, he also expl- yeah go ahead sorry okay you can yeah uh, I, I was just gonna say he, he had also talked about you know everybody thinks that that seems like an amazing quirk yeah. um but he, he gets into the fact that it's not as good as you think it is because oh. when he turns his quirk on he, he, he slips naked. through all matter yeah, he 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 loses his clothes. He he gets naked. He slips yeah. through all matter. Yeah. But not only does, does he pass through matter, um, light passes through his eyes. Yeah. Sound waves pass through his ears. Yeah. Sensations pass through his skin. He is basically deaf, dumb, mute, blind, everything. Yeah. And so he, while his quirk is active, he cannot, you know, have any type of sensory input whatsoever. So it's a really um, t- for him to have taken a quirk that gives him that much of a detriment yeah. and turn it into such a positive, you know, through his own hard work and determination is actually pretty admirable and amazing. Oh, it's incredible. Um, and it, it must, it would be scary the first time you're locked there. Yeah. The oh, first sure time he, you get that quirk and you suddenly can't see, smell, hear, feel anything. Just like melted. And he's like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. I'm sure he felt that way. And then he comes up yeah. and he's naked. Yeah. Didn't he also explain that he has to um, turn off his quirk on and off when it travels through each of his body parts? Like if he yeah. touched one leg, it, 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 you know, he has to turn it off. But when he lifts it off, he has to turn it off to transfer it to the other leg. Yeah. Yep, because that was one thing he mentioned. If he wants to pass through a solid wall, um, if he were to turn his quirk on all, all at once, he would just go through the floor. Yep. But if he turns it on on everything except for one leg, he passes through turns it off on the other leg as it's passed through and uh, sets it down on the ground and then turns it on on the other leg, yeah. you can get through. For something that seems so simple, you know, yeah. they're actually showing this as a very complex set of actions. Yeah. And, and I really appreciate that, 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 the, that the, uh, the show is really going into that depth and, and being a little bit more correct with their physics. However, you know, the, the whole ejecting out of the, the ground is a little bit crazy, but it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a nice it way of explaining of like a, it. A collision detection glitch. Yeah, it, it's, it's very video game-ish, um, yeah. but I, I know, like I said, in real, realistically, it'd be more like, you know, yeah. he'd end up being stuck in there. But uh, yeah. I, I like how they've uh, implemented that, but yeah. to have other pieces of it be a little bit more realistic... Uh, it, it make it just shows that they're really thinking ahead um, with with all these different quirks and to make them believable. Yeah. Somewhat. You come up with an idea and then they're they're like, so what is their weakness or or what makes yeah. this power difficult or how can we tweak it so that it's it's a power everybody's seen before in every yeah. other anime ever, but they're making all of the powers actually yeah, right. interesting yeah. and unique in their mm-hmm. own. Yeah. It's not like he's just Superman or something like that where he's just impervious to everything. Oh, and he also showed off how smart he is by showing off one of his ultimate techniques where he goes for the eye. But in fact, that's not uh, 
No, he's not really going for the eye. That's just a trick. Because he knows that people will try and block it. So, he in fact, punches the stomach while he's doing that. Yep, because Midoriya, who's no slouch as yeah. well, you know, is watching yeah. all of uh, um, uh, Togata's moves, yeah. and he's like, he's going to... He's he's taken off all the ranged uh, attackers, so now yeah. he's going to come after all the the close combat ones. And he's like pop up behind everybody. So Midori is waiting for him, and he's ready to try and block him. And that's when he goes for yeah. goes for the eyes and 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 takes out Midori, yeah. and then proceeds to take out everybody else in about six seconds flat. Yeah. And he, but he's all afraid of that, and 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 scared that he's showing his willy to the girls. Yeah, he's like he apologized <laughs> afterwards. I'm sorry, I didn't want to, I don't I don't want you to see my willy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he calls it. He calls it his willy. Yeah. My willy. <laughs> he he doesn't like that his his quirk has him free willy. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> one could say that his perk one could say that his quirk makes him cock up a lot. Oh my god, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a perky work. Uh, you're fired. You're, you're fired, man. You're so now, fired. <laughs> Toga comments on, on Midoriya's quick thinking. As you know, he calls him the, the troublemaker because you know he met him after you know he was under house arrest for the fight with Bakugo. Yeah. But he says he seems like somebody that Sir would like. Yeah. Uh, Sir being the the, the uh, hero that he did his uh, work study under. But who is this, sir? We really don't know. We get a small glimpse of somebody that's called Sir, but uh, we've never seen him before. I thought it was the person we see later on. The yeah, scientist. it is. But we, is it? No, he. That that one seems like an actual hero, though. Well, I don't know. Well, well I'm, I'm assuming we'll learn a is, lot is, more is, about him. That's the twist is it's my it's all oh my <laughs> But uh and then we also see um what what is this the villain's name? Um Twice. Oh no it, twice Scalamania. but that was the one he's bringing there. Um over something. Over Oversight? Over over it was over something. Yeah. I'm well, we're to, over him, anyway. Two seconds. It is overhaul. That's who it is. Sounds like a transformer. Yeah. <laughs> Roll out. <laughs> so twice is bringing this villain overhaul that we saw in the previous episode to go meet uh, the rest of the league league of villains and um, you know so so not only are the uh, the hero class moving forward but uh, Deku in the in the voiceover is talking about how. This person overhaul is apparently going to be very important in the upcoming story and how he became the, the greatest hero ever. So we've got a little bit of a um, an introduction to potentially his rival or or his uh, um, arch enemy. So yeah, that's that's basically how yeah. the season ends. That's how season three ends, and then we see some teasers of All Might and One for All at the and then they announce season four. Da, 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 and da, we have to figure da, out when the hell we get that. Hopefully, it's not too long because I really like this show. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> Fall 2020. Shut up, Gary. 
spring though that's gonna be what one punch man psycho mob and my hero at the same time dude well i'm not gonna have any time for anything right (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay because attack on titan will be over fairy tale will be over by then probably not it's probably gonna be like 60 episodes we'll see yeah so we're gonna have that going for about a year (laughs) yeah and, and we know what that end can mean. Yeah. And and we can always fall back on One Piece and Gintama because those shows never fucking end. Yeah, One Piece will be here till we're all dead. <laughs> I mean, we'll still have Boruto. Yeah. I mean, that's going to go oh. for quite a while, I'm sure. For those who are also interested, there have been some small rumors going around that there might be a collaboration comic book of My Hero and DC Comics coming very soon. Ooh. Nani? Nani? <laughs> Much no, like DC. DC's trying to Much become like relevant. DC ha- well, <laughs> DC Comics has had crossovers now with Batman and the Ninja Turtles which is actually pretty good. And they've also had a crossover with Green Lantern and Star Trek. They've also had Batman and Elmer Fudd. Uh, <laughs> this is true. And Scooby-Doo. Had... What's got it? <laughs> yeah. But those are... They, they don't have a lot of traction, but they are there. So we'll see what happens. I mean, nothing beats Marvel, though, with... Um... Eminem versus the Punisher. Oh my god. <laughs> In which Eminem fights the Punisher. And the Punisher fires rocket launchers at Eminem. Eminem has mom spaghetti. <laughs> good that's a good comic right there. It's almost as good Ever. as that episode that comic where Batman fights jazz music. God damn it, Ben. <laughs> All of you. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's good I, I thought I'd just point that out. Uh, in other news of Myro, if you don't mind me segwaying into this, Neil. Uh, oh, you the, the My Hero Academia Two Heroes movie has released in North America um, to uh, astounding success, apparently. Um it brought in $1.8 million in just two days um, in a handful, well, not a handful, about 40 theaters across the country. Um, and it managed to do more than the two big movies released, uh, which includes Predator and The Nun. And On, on, a, on a per theater basis? Yes. <laughs> well, overall for that week, it was the number one movie in theaters. Um, which says a lot. Um, yeah. It barely managed to get past uh, the biggest mo- anime movie of uh, the well theater releases, which was uh, Resurrection Frieza, which topped out at about one point eight million. Uh, this was My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia did about one point eight five, so by about fifty thousand. It managed to squeeze past it. Um, so, big sign for the times, I guess. I mean, an anime movie releasing in theaters and outperforming two massive blockbuster movies. Um, we are taking over the world. Be aware of this. It is coming. <laughs> come, on. come on, give us a wider release next time, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think 
I think this is a big a big step. I mean, if they really look at it and they're seeing how well they're doing with the limited release, they might start releasing these big movies. Um, I mean, if they did 1.8 million a longer period on 40 theaters in a week's time, that only has about two showings per day. In two days, max. yeah. In two days, yeah. Yeah. So that that's pretty insane. That, that is it's really bad. good, C- considering you know bigger budget, uh, having very very poor weekends on a much wider screening basis, including as you said the uh, the Predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, I think it's Hellfest was the other horror movie that was out that week that you know critically doing very well, uh, commercially not doing very well at all. Uh, I think actually Hellfest uh, made less money on more screens, if I'm right. And yeah, that that's surprising. So you know, that, that's something that's got Tony Todd in you know, a horror icon in it. So that's yeah, oh, my hair yeah, it's it, it's huge. I mean, recently we also had uh, a lot of people really upset with you know the Academy Awards because you know her name is it her name, your name. Your name, yes. Your name was snubbed from an Academy Award, which a lot of people believed it should have been nominated for Best yeah, Animated Feature. One, hands down. Uh, without a doubt. It's one of the best animated films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people thought it would be, too, because it also released in theaters, and it was incredibly successful in theaters here as well. Um, critically, critically, it did fucking gangbusters. It was amazing, critically. Uh, that, that's the thing that baffles me, because a lot of the movies that go up for Academy Awards don't necessarily make a lot of the box office. About that. So, yeah. it, it should have won. It's strange that it's those categories where anything, you know, the popular things tend to, tends to win out over the, you know, critically well-received film. Well, that's the yeah. Academy Awards and every and all those fucking award shows in general. That's in every well, other that's what they do. Yeah, in every other category in the Academy Awards, it just seems like in categories like that, they're like, "Oh, we didn't give a shit." It's like, "Oh, best makeup that can go to any film. We didn't give a shit." You know, it doesn't matter if it cost five hundred million to make. If it had good makeup, we can give it an award because it's not a major award. We don't see it as important, and they they like that with animation. That's why you'll yeah. see. That's why an Ice Age film, I'm sure, is the one on an Oscar. Because yeah, I mean, if if you look at it, it was really the just 3D movies that keep winning things. I mean, sure, back in the day, you had things like Batman: Mask, Mask of the Phantasm won two Academy Awards. Um, sure, they're mostly for sound design and music, but nominated i mean outside of when you look at japanese movies outside of nothing else was ever nominated they were literally the only ones and even then they kind of after i believe it was like princess mononoke after that they kind of just started japanese animated movies anymore yeah there were so many films after that where they, they could easily have been nominated or won awards mm-hmm. and they didn't yeah, yeah and it's it's just that should have won from the the pack it was in didn't even get nominated if I'm if I remember rightly. Yeah, so it's this is I think a fantastic step forward to see you know three animated movies with you know your name, uh, Resurrection F making these huge numbers and now My Hero 
again in the short amount of times. It's just two days in theaters, and they're doing more than. I really, I'm sorry. I love my hero, but I really blockbusters in a week. I really think the new Dragon Ball movie will overtake it. Oh, Brawly sure. can, yeah, Brawly could do Brawly it. I, do it's it. just to hear that all of a sudden in one year we're getting two Japanese animated movies in theaters. Like that's before it was like what one every five ten years if we were lucky. Now it's just like sometimes back to back and. I'm hoping this is going to be a big trend going forward for, for that market because a lot of them deserve it. They, they deserve that recognition, that mainstream, because they get it through their hardcore fans and obviously people who have Crunchyroll Funimation, they give it all the praise, but it's not of praise that for the casual fans, I think. And this is a great way to, to forward. We, we, we're at the precipice of it, of, of the this about to, I shouldn't say precipice, but I should say, it could go two ways. We're either we're going to see this explosion of that's going to go even more mainstream, and it's not just otakus, weebos, and neckbeards that are mm. enjoying anime again. <laughs> um, be, I was on, still am on the whole, you know, the, the My Little Pony thing, and like, it's kind of coming down a lot. Um, it's eighth season just finished, but when you're kind of sitting back and watching this happen, like we are, we've been fans of anime for years. And just to kind of sit back and watch, we're seeing this, like what happened with video games, where, you know, we're the ones that saved the princesses and conquered the dungeons and that. And all of a sudden it's mainstream and, you know, people are getting multi-million dollar deals and that. But we, we were seeing something that we've loved for so long become more mainstream and it's just a really great feeling and a really cool feeling and just be prepared for um all the you know standard stuff that happens with that you know the wannabes the i was here before the well the hipsterisms the i, knew, the, before. I knew it before the, i watched anime before it was cool like because and the you also have you watch the kira doesn't mean you watch anime <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was I watched the cure it was great okay that was like 30 years ago good job man <laughs> I mean it, it's great to be fair no, it, it, you can't deny that but um, no you will also get that with the mainstream media where they'll, they'll condescend it you get it with video games you get it with any genre piece of anything um, you'll get a lot of conde- condescending behavior towards it I you know, where I work, you know, it, horror gets that a lot. Where any horror that's highbrow or, or intelligent is instantly dubbed a thriller in media. Right? I agree with that. That's today. bullshit. It's a dirty word, and it's why, like, your name gets distant from anime because it's you know sophisticated in how it does its plot. It still does some of the things that you know that genre does, but gets described, it doesn't get called an anime, it doesn't get called this, that, and the other. It is it, distanced as being, oh, it's, you know, a, an animated film, which is fine, but it's done in such a way which is like, yeah, we just don't want to use the dirty word. This dirty word is horrible. We don't, we don't want to go near that. And, yeah, it's the same with video games, the same with anime. That's the stigma, unfortunately. That's where a lot of the piss boys live and, you know, yeah. get angry about everything and say, oh, well, you know, it's, if it doesn't get accepted as it is, we, we riot sort of thing. And, yeah, it's unfortunate. 
um, progress yeah, will be made. These, these are young mediums, you know, when you think anime and video games are very young mediums in themselves, they are still going to have time to grow and be more accepted. Yeah, the, the only thing I want to I add to this is that, um, unfortunately, this is primary Funimation doing. All the movies that have released in theaters have been Funimation, uh, at least published in the States. So um, I, uh, maybe it's because they have the money to be able to do it and the others just don't. And, but I hope that, that it, it does continue with other, with other anime studios. Um, but right now, you know, between these, those f- three that I mentioned, uh, your name, Where's Direction F is has been all Funimation releasing those movies in theaters. I mean, so so they're they're taking the risk. Though. Yeah, they're taking the risk of doing that. It could cost them a lot of money doing that, but it's great to see that money being returned in this way for them. Definitely, because you know a lot of the the, the revered films have been you know discovered afterwards in, in uh, Japanese animation, especially where you know like uh, stuff like. Uh, Time, was uh, the Boy and the Beast, and all the Ghibli stuff generally has been popular after the fact, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, you look at Totoro. Totoro is like this major, big thing in the West now, you know, of what people love in terms of Japanese animation. But it's a film that came out thirty years ago. Yeah, you know, again, like Akira, it's just it's just managed to resonate with people long after the fact. I mean, that's still something that modern anime should do. You know, it should resonate with people, not just because, like, back in the day, it was scarce and people were like, oh, wow, this is amazing because we don't get to see much of this. Now, you know, now we get a glut of it everywhere. But stuff will get popular like it does in the cinema with, with My Hero and... It's good in the meantime that it is popular because, you know, in general, people like the series and the movie's going to do well anyway. But, you know, if it, the quality is there, Ember, like, you know, like your Akira, like your Totoro's, things like like Spirited Away, it will get time. And this whole pantheon of greats that, that pushed the medium forward. And that, that's what we want more than anything. Money is great. But it has to have that lasting legacy as well, I think. Yeah. I think, I think as fans, we want quality over quantity, too, because there's a lot of not-so-good anime out there. There's a, lo- there's a lot of shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of shit anime no out there. No way. Well, I, I would say probably 70% of it is just absolute trash. But again, <laughs> it's the same in any medium. Yeah, any medium. Exactly, any medium. It, you will get the cream that rises to the top. And you know, with, with anime, because the tropes are, are very much ingrained, and it, again, yeah. it is very young in what it does. It does break away even slightly. It's exciting because, oh, wow, this is doing something a bit different, or it's subverting the trends, and that's great. But, yeah, we're, we're get baby steps, baby steps. And there are, of course, places, you know, things that do it right you know they'll take those tropes and go yeah okay we accept these are the tropes we'll still do them but we'll do them really down well and push them up nicely and they tend to be the shows that works you know successful this is why you get my hero one punch uh, and attack on titan things that, that take all those things and make them work 
uh, in their favor and that's and work for western audiences i think especially is again the major factor here yeah um nice nice discussion we had mm -hmm. yeah well, always insightful <laughs> wouldn't think but Quite. we are capable we are capable of we're all things. we're all sitting here in top hats and monocles drinking tea and smoking fancy cigarettes just mm. so our listeners know that's how yes. this is what we're doing i'm actually sitting in a japanese sci-fi movie t-shirt drinking budweiser in front of a laptop so no <laughs> we no need clap. to break the, the whole fourth wall there neil come on I, well, I, well, I went I, afk I, during the speeches so i could turn on the fire i think i think I think Klaus and Alphonse weren't here earlier because this happened during the uh, uh, earlier podcast, the, the PlayStation Unchained, but we, we have confirmed today that I am wearing clothing for this podcast than I have any podcast previously. So that's something. He is told up. He is... Wow. If, if he was in an anime show, people would say he was unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things they say. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Chris, we are actually moving over to you now. Yeah, yeah, I I appreciate that. <laughs> the segue worked nicely, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, like me, you've been away, but unlike me, you are still very much tied to this, this podcast and, and its rotation. So you've been watching various things that have been recommended and suggested over the last few weeks, and you obviously have thoughts on these things and probably want to hear them. Uh, yeah. 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 Succinct, if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll make it very. I had planned actually since um, today ended up working out that I made it back. You know, just want to say sometimes life kicks you in the balls, and sometimes it will do it multiple times over the course of several weeks. Um, and it will do it after you just had an awesome vacation. So don't have too much fun out there. Your karma is going to dip back down into that valley on that roller coaster. Um, I, I totally agree. One day <laughs> off, and I'm like. Oh shit! Where did all this work come from? <laughs> where, where did all this stuff happen from? Uh, yeah, it was just—it's been—it's been ridiculous. Um, and I wanted each each basically each week. Uh, I watched the the shows, or I watched what I could. Um, I binged as much as I could to get caught up. Uh, you know, because it just when when you do something for free out of love, sometimes life uh, has to make it take a backseat. You know. And unfortunately, that's what it was. But I am caught up as much as I can. And I did have some thoughts I just wanted to share about each of your recommendations. Uh, I want to start with Klaus um, and ID0. Um, I know it caught a bit of hate on here, and I was kind of sad about that because I loved it. Uh, I mean, super awesome space robots fighting in space, weird entity, strange mystery surrounding everything, like... It, it just had everything for me, and it really did it for me, including including a very um, well, not not super tearful. I did, I did, I was tearful a little bit at the end, but thank you for that recommendation, Klaus. I really it, enjoyed it. It was a sentient rock. Seriously, you're a sentient rock. <laughs> of all people, Gary, I thought you could have enjoyed Drinking this. Drinking this had, beer, goddamn it! It had a very, <laughs> it had a very Agatha Christie type twist towards the end that I really appreciated. Um, so I was didn't have sentient rocks in her books? What are you talking it's about? It's not about that. It's about, <laughs> it's about 
It's about Ido's identity. <laughs> well, any, anyways, I I just wanted to say that I enjoyed that for what I love the characters, love the, the setting. The rocks. Um, yep, yep, that thing was cool. Very, I enjoy. I liked the spaceship designs. I thought that was really cool. The satellite designs on the. Any, anyways, overall, it was so something different, it. right? Yes, it was. It was, and I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I enjoyed the three D anime too, and it the three D animation. I'm glad somebody else enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, guys, come on. I said uh, I didn't mind it. <laughs> but it doesn't mean you enjoyed it. But that doesn't mean I disliked it. <laughs> Semantics aside. <laughs> potato, potato, potato. Kratos, Kratos. Uh, then next we had <laughs> Michiko and Hachin, which... Yes. <laughs> Which, oh my god, I, I gotta say, Gary, I also missed, here's what happens, I also missed when we did the Ajin Demi-Human discussion, and I fucking loved Ajin Demi-Human. Um, Gary recommended Michiko and Hachin, and that's when the shit hit the fan, so I'm thinking every time Gary recommends an amazing thing bad is gonna happen in my life, uh, so we'll see what happens next week, uh, or the week after, whenever. Man, I wish I had but this effect I... on our government. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I managed to... Why don't you move I, to Washington, able... then? Ooh, we could be <laughs> onto something. But I... I... God, Michiko and Hotchin was like a Tarantino miniseries that just... It, 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 it was so unexpected and so refreshing and just so beautifully done. I only had very small, if any, gripes about it, and it was just because really my only gripe was I wanted more. I wanted more of every single one of those characters. I wanted more of this desolate... This was like We've had discussions before on what the worst worlds to live in, like character, video game, anime, whatever worlds to live in. I would fucking hate to live in this world. This was one of the most depressing... Just miserable you, fucking experiences. Well, that these this is a have. reality let me, world, dude. This let is. Me, let me finish. No, let me finish. This, this, these are just miserable existences, and then you realize that this is happening here now in our world, and it's it's they're not showing it in a happy light. This wasn't, and they show you that early on with with the with the uh, basically the mirror of them, the girl and her young sister, the stripper and her younger sister that. This isn't going to be a happy outcome for everybody. And it just gets it ho its hooks into you. And you need to know. Because you don't, you don't expect the, the certain people to survive at that point. You don't know who's going to survive. And it just, oh my god. It hooked me. That the, 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 the lessons that it pretty much showed you about life and these people's existences. And, and just this. I thought it was a really accurate representation of Brazil. And kind of the, how life is in the favelas and not everybody makes it out okay down there and it was just but the characters were amazingly enjoyable even the villains were just so so fantastic um the backgrounds the histories just everything it gave you i just top notch it's a very excellent recommendation gary i absolutely loved it thank you <laughs> Um, and then, what do we have? Yuri on Ice. Oh, my God. Where's Tim? I need Tim here. Oh, my God. Ben, Ben, your recommendation for Yuri on Ice just, it, it was so much absolute homoerotic fun that I, I, I'm a little 
gay now for it. <laughs> and I love it. And I was thinking of you guys while I'm beautiful romance on ice skate out or on it was oh so much fun i i really had no problems with this um and the happy after michiko and hachin i be a warm fuzzy <laughs> happy story to make me feel all warm and tingly inside and that also to make me not question my sexuality because i'm already very comfortable with it but just enjoy it so much more uh, so yeah, Yuri on Ice was something amazing, and it was so homo that all I could think about the whole time I was watching it was all you fine folk, especially Tim and Gary. I just wanted to, I wanted to be in the same room with you guys stroking your goatees on the bed while we're watching this together. <laughs> and, then, and then after that was Gunslinger Girl, or, or as I like to call it, um, Violet Evergarden, the prequel, in a much darker world. Holy shit. Uh, that, that one was just excellent. Um, uh, another kind of dip into a dark, grim world of you know child soldiers. Uh, but uh, but uh, I enjoyed that. I know Tim recommended that one. I wanted to let him know it one that oh, it's like one that I've been meaning the, to watch. Did you like the name I gave that podcast? Oh, I, I missed it. What was it? We forgot about the child slavery. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, god damn it! Yeah, so I didn't I didn't listen to that to that last podcast last week unfortunately but yeah no it was it's all been it is it was just more show it was another anime showing the and kind of the best of it at the same time uh not as not as enjoyable as dark animes not as enjoyable as michiko and hachin because that had a certain charm to it amongst the darkness and yeah Anytime, anytime you have an anime that the first the first episode talks about child rape, it's you're you know you're in for another ride there. Um, cool action though, definitely some awesome action. And that, and yeah, that was more or less all I had to share. And and now I've been watching uh, this week's anime. How to? Well, I'll, I'll I'll let them say I'll I'll segue into it from here, which brings us to this week's anime which I've uh, been trying to get caught up on. I'm not that far into it, but uh, I guess take it away. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted to do it or if Alphonse wanted to take it, because it was his glorious recommendation. Absolutely true, and I will pass it to Alphonse. But uh, yeah, the anime in question is, of course, uh, how not to summon a dragon. Sorry, demon lord. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's similar. I'm sorry. Very similar. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's not the plot, because Christ, it, kids would be scarred if the plot was the same in, in any way. Oh, that, that's, that's a child kids movie I'd, I'd let my kids see. I'm, I'm reminded of the scene in Fight Club when Lice is in the porn and the girl's crying in the... <laughs> <laughs> it would bring a whole new meaning to the name Hiccup. <laughs> a quick uh, overview of what we are going into before we get to Alfonso. So Sakamoto Takuma was so strong in the MMORPG Cross Reverie that his fellow players came to call him the Demon Lord. One day he gets summoned to another world in his avatar form and meets two girls, of course, who both insist that they are the one who summoned him. They cast a spell used to enslave unique ability, sorry, summon beast on him, but 
But the act of X is unique ability. Sorry, I'm lying too quick. Uh, magic reflect, and the girls end up being the ones put under the spell. Begins the otherworldly adventure of a demon lord, pretend, who blazes his own trail through overwhelming power. Uh, this is a four star rated anime on Crunchyroll. And uh, here to lead us into the uh, review section of this very anime is Alfonso Boxer, the man who chose this very anime. Alfonso. Yes, yes. So I chose this week's anime, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Let's just get it out of the way. This is a very sexual anime from beginning to end. And we, we will discuss this as the episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll discuss that. From, from the outset, I think we should be awarding this uh, because, yes. <laughs> I hope you got a big stack of those things. Yeah, we're going to need a lot of those. To be fair, though, the last few weeks, we haven't really used any, so we've been stocking them up for this week. Um, and then we're going to unleash our loads all over this anime. Oh, and I've been building up for four weeks, and you know I've got a lot to say about this one. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have a lot to unleash backed up here. We've got some sticky situations ahead of us. Oh, dear. I made a terrible mistake by recommending this. <laughs> oh, you made the best choice. <laughs> okay, so just out of my from my own volition, uh, you know, I didn't realize that this was the anime of the week. I watched it just from someone else saying something about it, and yeah, I ended up watching some of it. And uh, yeah, so luckily, I could be involved in the conversation <laughs> when it comes up. Please, Alfonso, go on. Luckily or unluckily, sense of <laughs> well, you know, it means I get to talk more. Yeah, that's a good or a bad thing, uh, depending on what, how you feel. But involved in one of the things we're talking about for once, so that's good. But Alfonso, sorry, you may carry on. So we meet a boy named Sakamoto Takuma. He's on his computer, um, playing his game <laughs> as his avatar named Diablo. All of a sudden, you see a big flash of light and it's transported into the cross ravine where he's transported as his avatar, Diablo, and he's in front of two girls. And they was asking, you know, saying, did it work? They're not sure. He's confused. You don't know where he's at. And, but you notice that they have collars around their neck. Well, they look like, it looks like core shoes in a way, but clamped onto their neck and long story short they they cast a spell to bring him there because of their own personal needs but because he's a powerful character he has this ability called magic reflection where it's reverse the spell and basically enslave them so he basically owns them which is so messed up in so many ways <laughs> It's so many ways. So they meet. So the big, ah, what's her name is? Oh God, what's her name? The one with the big titty. The big titty girl, Shira. Sarah. Sarah. Yes, yeah, Sarah. So one second. She's an elf. <laughs> she, she, Sarah is an elf who's actually part of a wealthy. She comes from a wealthy family 
And her story is that she doesn't want to go back home. She don't want to do her responsibilities. She want to be an adventurer and, and be our own home. Then you got the flat-chested one named Rem, who has a more personal problem. She has she she actually has the real demon lord inside her. They never said how. I don't remember. Did they explain how? She, it's hereditary. How, oh yeah, it's hereditary. So it get passed on from. Yeah, her mother had it. Mother. So so, but her problem is that she actually needs Diablo to help her release this. So. She can kill it and finally be free. Um. So they 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 get more acquainted. They they go to the village to see how they're able to take off the collar. At the time, they they it can't be done. So they decided, let's let's do some missions until we find the time to take off the collar. So they but before they do it, they have to get registered. Rem is already registered. Diablo needs to get registered. Sherry needs to get registered. Sherry does so, and she finds out she's a level 30. She's under Rem. When Diablo does it, the mirror, she's so powerful that the mirror, mirror turns black and can't register power at all. So they all classify him as a special, you know, a special case. You, you forgot to mention earlier, we did, we did find out early on what his level was. Um, okay, yeah, he did when, mention that his level is 150, and he noticed that in the village that he is, that no one comes compared to him, which I have a problem with that. I, I don't... Well, no, he, he also realizes that everything is under-leveled compared to what it is in the game. Yeah, like, like the town enemies, that he, enemies that he's fighting... Yeah. should be a lot higher than they actually are. And abilities that he's uh, yeah. going up against should be a lot more powerful than they are. And, like and the I like, I like was, how they explain like this. Like the town they're in, uh, it should be level 60 plus. Mm-hmm. But they're walking around at like level 30. Well, no, the, the, the salamander that got summoned on him was level 30. Pretty much everybody else is like at level 1. Like level 30 to them was godly. That's why he used it. And when... He dispatched it so easily. He's like, I'm level 150. And they're like, what? Nobody can exist that high. And, and yeah, and it's, it, he find and I really love the ex- explanation why is you, you die here, you die. <laughs> so only the bravest yeah, kinda, of the brave. Kind of similar to like Sword of the Line in a way. Sorry, you're mistaken. It's similar to Dot Hack. Kim <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it did it first. Samson <laughs> <laughs> did it. That's that's the problem I have with Diablo. Yeah, I understand the concept of the whole leveling thing, but I don't like overpower people already from the beginning. There's no growth. Like everything that he's done throughout the episode fairly has been kind of easy for him. Yes, he he struggled barely in certain episodes, but he still managed to pull it off. And I I don't like characters like that. Diablo's fight isn't with the, uh, you know, all the other um, enemies. The fight is with himself. Because (laughs) his character, his avatar that he was summoned into may be overpowered, but the person behind that, him, is severely underleveled. He is very... Very, you know, 
he's a shut-in. He has no social skills whatsoever. And the fact that he is interacting with these, these, these women and all these other people, I mean, you see it in, in every interaction. He's like, how do I deal with this? I don't know how to do this. And he just ends up going in the whole demon lord mode. And, you know, he tries to That's intimidate how he gets by. Them. That's how he gets by. Like That's he does. He's always great. gotten by. Yeah. He goes great when he plays the demon lord. Anytime, like, but his his himself, him himself, is yeah. This this just weak, unconfident, shut in, who was given the chance to do something great as any of those, you know, the Bruce Almighty things. Like and all right here. <laughs> And that's the growth that we're seeing in the game, or in this, the game, in this particular series. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, so I know what you're saying, Alfonso. That you know the, the character yeah. is OP, but you know the actual person within that is is where we're we're seeing the character development and growth coming from. I I actually really like the fact that he's OP. I think it's it's a nice different twist to something that's common where everybody's underpowered and they find a way to defeat something that is infinitely more powerful than them. I like to see a character who is so overpowered and how he deals with that power. And we see that in this, like he's super powerful kind and he like knows one it. Punch in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one, one punch is, is that, but it's, yeah. it is so much more. Yeah, like he he's overpowered, but he doesn't quite know exactly how overpowered he is. So he's constantly using these abilities, knowing they're powerful, but he doesn't realize the damage that they're gonna do. Like the the move that he used when he when he was fighting all those like werebeasts. Falling on the bridge on the bridge, yeah. But no, he's moving. No, no, no. Hold on, Gary. Hold on, hold on. He does kind of know because he said it himself that he has to save. He has to hold back on his power. That's why you went and got a different weapon. Says that because he is supposed to be the demon word. He's pretty much talking himself up, not realizing that what he's saying is the truth. He doesn't know that he's that. Like, like he doesn't believe that he's actually as powerful as he actually is. Yeah. He's saying it to keep up the persona that he's the demon word. Yeah, you, well, I mean, you can you can see that when he, like, whoa, okay, <laughs> like. Though his own astonishment at both things that him realizing how powerful he is at first, and the things because one of the big things that he also has to overcome is some of the rules for the game are different in this world. Like he finds out there are no teleportation spells, so no matter how powerful he is, he can't do them. So he is also discovering his weakness for these real world rules in addition to his strength. Um, which we were talking about, like, character growth, and I, I think this really aids that, uh, in that he's, he, he's, him, the character, Diablo, that he's playing as, is also growing, because he's not as all-powerful in some regards as he thought he was. But he's very, he's faking it until he makes it. And yeah, he, exactly. He's pretty much faking it, and then actually succeeding in his, in his copping out. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, like like we saw later on where he fights that that older guy who is obviously way more powerful than even he thought and we see that he almost actually loses that fight because he doesn't realize that he's going up against a character who should be a lot weaker than he is 
powerful. Like you guys have said, in this world, things seem to be a little different than they are in the game. Almost lost that fight, not realizing yeah. that. And he, doesn't, and he doesn't know how just how invincible he is because of that fight on the bridge, he gets hit with her most powerful attack. Uh, I forget her name. Um, she joins them later. But... Edelgard. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Edelgard, uh, yeah. Yeah, she hits him with that attack, and he, you know, he takes it, kind of just stands up and like brushes it off. But then he's like, "Oh, wow, that actually hurt." Okay, so that's what taking damage feels like. Like, like it just feels early on. I don't know how. Like I said, I haven't gotten much farther into the series, but I don't know, like, if he keeps learning more. It sounds like he keeps learning more and more about this world. So there's always mm-hmm. something new for him to figure out. Um, as it goes on, and that's something I really enjoy about him interacting with... That brings his interaction into the world uh, as far as, like, he knows what he read about in the lore and what he played, but here's, like, what, what's actually happening, and he's, like, got to compare that and figure things out. So he's not dumb, either. He's actually a pretty intelligent kid. Um, I, I well, mean, when it comes it, to the game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Everything yeah. else, he's well. That's, he's that's it. He, but he's not, to... he's not dumb with with like, I mean, math and things like that. I don't think he's dumb with either in the technical sense because he's playing the RPG. He knows at least enough to figure out leveling in that. Um, he's a standard gamer. He, I think, he'd be like any one of us if we were to fall into that world. And well, if I magically... fell into Final Fantasy fourteen, I want Ben to be there <laughs> to put me on his back and carry oh. me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. So it'd be no different from in the real world. Exactly. Oh my god! Can, I was like, can, we we must find the mythical creature, Chewie. He will save us in this world. I, I, I see Chili sitting at an altar up high in the mountains, <laughs> meditating. Like Lord, we have us all if we get sucked into high. He's like, <laughs> let me put you on my back, and we will carry forward. <laughs> but what can you offer me? I have. Uh, I wouldn't ask pepper. for anything. I'd be like, "Yay, Gary! Yeah. Let's go punch Ben. Me. Ben is Ben is lovingly generous. Ever like like in real life, everybody, all our listeners, I want you to know, Ben is the absolute most genuine, lovingly generous guy you could ever meet, next to yeah. Gary. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Take that, dude. What? Yes. <laughs> um, I got. I, sorry, I kind of took over that can i can i just say like as i watch a lot of harem anime i i didn't know if you guys knew that or not I, I, it's something what? i keep on the down low my 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 love of harem animes and being uh... of my, to be fair that, <laughs> that should be your description <laughs> <laughs> yes um but i as far as like harem quality animes go just from all the ones i've seen there's always i i hate main characters that are that are oblivious uh dumbasses i i just hate it um rosario rosario vampire i loved main character didn't really like so much uh monster masume absolutely loved had a great main character great great female characters it wasn't anything too wacky i know gary had his reservations on it um, and that's putting it mildly, <laughs> but, uh, and there's a, you know, like Sekirei and things like that, that I, but this anime is, 
I think one of the better harem animes I've ever watched. Basically, right now, it's like Monster Masume, High School DD, and this is now in third place. Uh, because I really like the main character. Uh, I like the female side characters because even though, you know, it is bouncy, jiggly, fun, uh, I, it, it's, uh, the characters are likable and they're strong in their own way. I never like animes where, where the females feel like they're just there for eye candy. This is kind of borderline on that. I, I mean, they're definitely there for the fun of it, um, and it's definitely a very pervy um, anime in all the right ways. But the, the main character is saving it as he's kind of having his own personal battle between himself finally having girls fawning over him and people loving him for his power. Uh, and it makes his character endearing. And then the other, the other girls, even though he's having fun with them, and you can kind of see the feelings develop, they, they never feel just fucking... Oh my god, like, I'm so... It just, I, I really liked all of the characters. The night chick uh, kind of reminded me of, like, Urza. Um, I love... I forget. I yeah. yeah, yeah, she, I, I mean... All, all of the characters had their charms. They're, they're, they're saving this anime from becoming another cliched, uh, you know, neckbeard gets pulled into an anime world with big titties and has to, you know, learn a lesson about himself. Like, th this one is definitely one of the most enjoyable ones I've ever seen. And I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing this out and whatever else comes of it because I'm already enjoying all the characters. My, my take on it. It's in the, it is definitely in the category without a shadow of a doubt uh, as an anime but uh, yeah he does rise above that uh, in tiny ways you know it doesn't try to be too sincere in doing that it, it doesn't oh look we, we're trying to be serious about this shit we really want to be taken seriously about it no it it knows what it is it a bit further, which is always welcome. I, you know, you can understand the tropes uh, of anime. That's fine, and, and take it wherever you want with that. Do something a bit inventive or out of out the box with it. And I feel like this as an anime, from what I've seen, does take it a little outside that box, which is fine and. I've been away, the stuff I'd watched before, there, there was plenty of stuff that was very much in that box, not giving a shit about doing anything inventive or new or fresh. And this, at least, yeah, mm -hmm. it's not the great. It's not the greatest try, but it tries and admirable, given so much of the content that comes out there. <laughs> yeah. These are yeah, special um, titties, people. I, my God. I, I watched uh, the, the 10 dubbed episodes that are... So, just so people know, this anime is ongoing. It's not over. Uh, I believe they have 13 episodes total right 12, now. 12 or 13 so far. And 12, I believe. 10, yeah, 10 of them are dubbed, so the other two are still subtitled. But um, I, I got through all 10 of the dubbed episodes. I actually thought there's only the 10. I didn't know that there's more until Chili told me today. But um, to me, 
I think the, this anime in particular does so many good things. Like, I feel like the combat is fun to watch. The animation is really good. Uh, the voice cast is really good for the dubbed, for people who want to watch that. Yes, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, even the story is very intriguing. Like, there's a lot of nice buildup going into it. And I love the characters. But to me, I feel like the sexual tropes in it are, are just cheap. <laughs> no, I, I feel like yeah. because they know that it's going to get some sort of arousal out of people. I'm not talking sexually, but it, it, you know what I mean. Like, like I, humor I wise. The word, the word you used was oh, yeah, a well-placed pun. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, that's you why they do it. Yeah, and like, yeah. like the episodes when he wakes up and like his hands are on her boobs and the other girl's boobs <laughs> and he's like I'm trying to let go but I can't it, ju it just feels like it's so cheap <laughs> I feel like the humor they could have gotten out of it could have been done a lot better and to me the it gets to the point where it's just borderline porn I oh, know, those were the best parts. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, and the, the this problem has gone is... to the episode where he's trying to help. Uh, is it Rin, the girl with the Rim. demon? Yeah, yeah, Rin. Yeah, Rim. yeah. Rim. When, he, when he's trying to help her get rid of that demon and what he has to do. Oh my god! In order to do it, is just straight up porn. Like Wait. there's no other way around it. No, the only no, thing they don't no spoilers. Do is... No, we won't. We won't. <laughs> Unleash your love. I, I figured I, it was something like that, honestly. Like, it's it, see, it's it's funny <laughs> because it's power it's, into me. <laughs> like it's so unnecessary. Like it's like watching to me. Okay, for those who've never watched it, it is a a, a, a hentai porno. It's <laughs> called Nightmare Campus. There is a lot of sex and stuff, but for really? those who have watched sex and stuff in a hentai, oh. Gary, no, no just hear me out. For those who have actually watched it, the fighting is great. It's about like demons living at a high school. And the combat is great. It's super violent. Like a lot of blood and gore, beheadings and all that shit. Like this, that's what this reminds me of just without the actual straight up nudity and sex. It's right up to the line. <laughs> it's about as close <laughs> as they can get. It's it literally right there. on the line, yeah. The... I mentioned it on Fantasy 14 earlier today because I was doing a dungeon. And they're like, oh, I'm surprised Hulu <laughs> let that on, they said. So, okay. Yeah, and I, I just feel like it, it really it really holds it back and distracts it from all the great things that it does. In my like opinion. The boobies. They, that's what Because it's just constant. It's just a constant thing. Like Every time anything funny comes up in that show, it always has to be sexual. Well, that's what they were going for in it, so... It, because, in my opinion, because I, I it's cheap point, and it's Gary. easy. I get your point, you're and, and, I, and I, I agree, it's... A, you're, a cheap, <laughs> <laughs> you're cheap and easy. You're a towel. Uh, I, 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 agree, I agree with where you're going on it, Gary. <laughs> I think that there's enough good here that it could stand on its own as... Same, like, everything yeah. else is so well done. And I feel like that type of humor especially in this day and age, is holding it back. Because you know, it's been done in almost every harem... Actually, any anime that has humor, 
pretty much goes to the same thing. It's like, oh, I saw this girl pa- girl's panties. I'm freaking out now because I've never seen it before. I mean, come on. Hey, you watch hey. porn. Everybody watches porn at your age. You're telling me you never seen porn before? The, blo- the bloody nose gag never gets old. Yeah, I was gonna say, as long as there's the anime. Out of the old bloody nose joke. <laughs> And that's the problem. See, you're saying that. It never gets old. And that's why they continue to do it. In my uh, opinion, it does get old. I don't, I see nothing wrong. And it's, and it is I old. see nothing wrong with a well-done etchy, okay? Exactly. Yeah. Neither am I. Once in a while is fine, but this is every single episode. Well, I'm, I'm talking about this whole thing in, 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 as, as an etchy series. I, I think there's a, a place to have a well-written, well-done, good story, sexualized anime that's not hentai. Mm-hmm. Like Yuri on Ice. Yeah, Yuri on Ice. You guys can't yeah. <laughs> No, no. Yuri on Ice single-handedly <laughs> ruined male figure skating's lives because now everybody thinks they're gay. Are you kidding, dude? I'm, in the I'm real like, world, everybody thinks they're gay now. I'm into figure skating now, like totally. I'm watching it for the gay figure now. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> before, I, I'm sorry. It, it is very much. It was thought of as a flamboyant thing before anything. Yeah, I was so, say, at least in England, it's always been considered the flamboyant sport. Uh, nothing has changed there. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. You, you cannot go wrong there. Anyway, um, I think we should uh, do ratings from what we've watched uh, on this very anime. We'll start with... Man, really, I didn't yeah. really hear what Klaus had to think. He didn't really give his input so much about it. Well, I guess I, I, I liked it. I, I thought that the animation was great. I thought that, this, you know, like I said, the character was very overpowered. But like I said... Him himself as the the character within was where we were seeing the growth and the development and you know his interactions with Shara and Rem and the rest of the townspeople, the adventurers guild, uh, the others in power, and how he was dealing with that and how he progressed from the beginning uh, all the way to the end. I really appreciated that. You know, like I said, yes, it was very highly sexualized. Like I said, it, it, you know, just coming short of being hentai. But like I said, I really did enjoy it, and I thought it was well done overall. It's relatable for those of us that work in customer service and retail because we do exactly what he does every day. <laughs> Where people, put and... we put on that yeah. face, we play the demon lord to get our jobs done, and then we go and, back home and and, and, and touch people's and boobies and not go to prison. Hey, I'm married. I'm married, so I get to do that. If you got okay. a girlfriend or, or, or a guy with big titties, then you can touch boobies all you want if they let you. That's all I'm saying. Consent. All right, Chris. Uh, can you go to Warrior right now and grab her boobie and see what she does? She'll slap the shit out of me, but she won't press Exactly. <laughs> That's what happens to him. He gets slapped. I, Not all I, the time. I Diablo the Demon Lord. I touch boobies and I get slapped for it. Episode 2... But the hey, big booby chick says she ways. loves him. Come on. Episode two, she's in love with him. Because he understood her. That's all yeah. women want is somebody to oh, okay. understand them. And not I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go on a date and be like, I understand you. She's like, oh my god, have my baby. Is that what she's gonna say? Remember that the touching consent goes both <laughs> ways, guys. When, yes. when, so, yeah. You remember you had that problem. Remember to go watch that, that, with, that video about tea consent. All right. Just because she wanted tea before doesn't mean she still wants tea. 
Don't pour it in her mouth while she's unconscious on the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen I mean, the tea uh, consent video? It's amazing. I have not. Yeah, I mean, you gotta link that to her. Apropos of anything, you know, <laughs> tea is naturally hot. Uh, and pouring that in anyone's mouth, sober, awake, drunk, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to ask uh, Alphonse. I don't know if if you covered what. Uh, why why did you pick this uh, this week's anime? Did did you cover that already, or did I completely miss it? No, like I said, I'm going through stuff, and I needed something with laughter. And when I saw the first two episodes, I was just randomly watching stuff. The whole the, the the concept of the sexual stuff just made me decide to pick this one. It's, so it's, it's basically yes. just, yeah, yeah. That's that's the main reason. And it's like, perfect like, for the problematic sticker. Come oh, on. a man, uh, Alphonse, exactly. a man after my own. Thank you so much. My penis thanks you for this anime, Alphonse. <laughs> I wow. will cherish it forever. It's, just, it's such a great recommendation for me, dude. dude I love it. Ten out of that ten for a, me. I need the big one. I'm looking forward to <laughs> My right arm hasn't been stronger. 10 out of 10 for me as well. Yes! <laughs> That's a, oh, wow. That, that rings from Chris and Ben. Alfonso, did you want to chip in with your own rating on the, this particular show before we carry on? I'm going to give it a 9.5 just because it's, it's good overall, but the ending, the last episode, I didn't like the beginning, but the ending of that last episode was better. Uh, I will give it a uh, a country six. It is just fine. It, it's fine. It, it's not offensive, really. It's not spectacular. It just is. It's just there. Um, ben. Well, I already gave you my... Ben did 10. Right, yeah, you did. I, I was trying to think you'd be the negative one, but you weren't. Gary you weren't. and Klaus are left, and you... Yeah, I just give mine to uh, Gary. I am going to give it an eight. High, considering, I have to say. I think everything about it is good. I just think that it's direction towards its direction to to get an arousal out of people with its humor is what's holding it back. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so wait, hold on, Gary. You didn't you didn't find it funny that. When Diablo, um, his magic points was lowered. He doesn't use spells. He doesn't use potions. He basically has sure get naked and rough up against him to get recovered. You didn't find that funny? Oh my god! What about the part where the fact that he realized that by staring at her boobies, he can craft better because he goes in auto? <laughs> no, I retrospectively take points off my score. Uh, <laughs> where are no, I I love I love when he. Big battle. He wakes up in in bed after that first big battle. He wakes up in bed talking about how using up a bunch, a bunch of stronger spells exhausted him. And Shira jumps on him wearing ne- like almost nothing. I told and, that. And she and and she's like, oh, the, the 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 I can't remember the girl's name. She told me that if I wore this, it would help rouse you up. And the guildmaster, like, basically. The guildmaster. Right. Yeah. The guildmaster said if I wore this and rubbed on you like this, it would get you up. It feels like you're up already. He's like, oh. Speaking of, of speaking of Sylvie, the guildmaster, that that scene when uh, she brought in that uh, alcohol that has the side effect right. of uh, raising uh, his MP, and he's like, he's he's thinking, oh well, this game doesn't have any uh, drunk status, so he he takes and drinks the whole thing and goes instantly drunk, and then the, 
what happens after that. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, so look forward to I it if you that. haven't seen it. <laughs> shaking my head. Um, I, I am going to withdraw my original score and give it a four. Oh. Um, well, fine. <laughs> I'm going to improve my score and give it an 11. <laughs> so does go eleven. That's a fictional number, Ben. Well, it does. Hey, it goes up side, to eleven. You know. Hey, Spinal Tap can do it. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. knock goes up to eleven. <laughs> it's one higher. It definitely does with this anime. That's for certain. <laughs> I know my knob almost got turned off. Please uh, give your score. All right, I would actually, I'm actually would give it a nine. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was uh, refreshing. I thought it was fun. Yes, highly sexualized, but I thought the story overall was pretty damn good. So, it was a nice break from all the serious anime we've had recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we kind of go back and forth. It seems like we have a, a week where it's kind of more serious, and we'll have a week where it's going to be really well, we light. A couple and, of weeks of really serious. No, I mean, we didn't have, I'm sorry. Yeah. To to ruin that, way to go. Well, well, if if it makes you all feel any better, I think the overall quality of anime we've been watching lately is a far cry from Sword Guy and Fate Extra. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, Chris, let's be honest. Your Richter scale of anime is seventy percent good, thirty percent shit. And for us, it's seventy percent shit, thirty percent good. I'm more fifty-fifty. I I can. That's a lie. I try to no. I really do. I try to find the good elements about an anime that I felt is you know well just just well done. Um, and I try not to overly hate on things that I I put my try to put myself in the mind of the the, the artists and the animators and the writers and that and try to did they convey things right. Could they have done better? What did they struggle with doing? I do the same thing when I review games. You know, my, my experience in game development is as minimal as it is. It's helped me understand, you know, um, the, the, the struggles that it takes to create a game. So I'm more sympathetic. So I'm a lot more sympathetic to these guys than, than critical. Take that approach when you were watching Cowboy Bebop. I mean, let's be honest. Tell you what, Gary, I will watch it. I will, I will, I haven't watched it in years. I will go back through and watch it again, and, and in a special segment sometime, I will, I will tell I've you why you are either, wrong so. about hating that anime. I've never watched Cowboy Bebop, so maybe I'll watch it with you. Ooh, we should do, we should do a Let's Watch, like on that one talking about uh, streaming service. We were t- Whatever. Yeah, that sounds fine. Let's be honest. <sighs> Right, so I think the uh, general consensus is uh, we like it um, probably a little water thrown over the uh, sexual fire that the uh, thing has got going on. Generally, not the worst we've had by a, by a country mile. Mm-hmm. Not the worst. So that is the end of that bit, but um, we have to, of course, choose another anime for next time. And uh, Chris, you have been away for a while. I believe it falls into your um, hands. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> I feel bad because it's already back to me, and I hardly got any. Well, I got my input in, so yeah. thank you, thank you for letting me do that. Um, again, you guys all recommended some great animes, so I am hoping to uh, recommend a great anime for you, um, Gary. I know you've already seen this one, um, but it's one that I feel deserves. 
being talked about on this on this podcast. So this week I'm going to recommend Soul Eater as the Ooh. anime of the week. Um, it I like is that on. One. Mm, have you seen it too? I have. Ooh, I've good. only watched it though. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is an interesting show. It's it's one I'm hoping you guys will find as as I as, as I did. I actually got Gary into it a yeah. few years ago, and and he enjoyed it. <laughs> find your grave and take a dump on it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fantastic line. <laughs> oh, for you. Okay. Anyone listening at home, what is it on uh, in terms of streaming services? Uh, it is on Funimation. Uh, I believe it's still on Netflix. I believe so. That's where uh, I caught it. It's definitely not on Crunchyroll, because I've just oh. checked. And awesome. Is, uh, so, looks like we're covered. I think it might be on Hulu, too. Um, we we, we, we so... live in England, so we has no Hulus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. You guys don't have to deal with Comcast, so I would consider that a a, a boon and a fair trade. Uh, <laughs> let's... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would, uh, if anybody has it actually pulled up, I would like to read the description in their dulcet tones. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm here. I, I'm here. Go ahead. I was just going to do it. I'm looking at it. Go ahead. I know, but... Go, go, go. If I could put a virtual hand on your virtual shoulder right now, I'm the host for today. It's fine. I could do it. It's fine. It's okay. Love those dulcet whispers in my ears. So um, happening? There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Mac is a mic. The Meister, mm. a soulless hoe weapon, and they're a freaking lethal team in battle against the monsters and ghouls that feed on innocent souls. That's when Soul transforms into a razor sharp scythe, and Maka wields her partner and unleashes her inner slayer. With their Meister slash weapon, classmates Maka and Soul are the world's last line of defense against evil. That is it. That is your description. Very thing. Wonderfully read, Neil, as always. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How far do you want us to watch? There's um, a lot of stuff. There's about 54 episodes? 50? It's pretty long. Yeah. So I, I would say as much as you can get. Um, I know Alphonse will probably night uh but it's... yeah <laughs> should we start but, with basically like the first season one through 13 yeah yep start with the first season get as far as you like um i i don't i don't plan on if you guys can finish it great uh but it is 54 episodes so i would say get as much as you can if it hooks you and you binge great um if not tell me why <laughs> i'd love i i i'm excited to talk to you guys about this because it's it's a very, it's a very popular one, and uh, and there's a reason for it. Um, there's even a, se- <laughs> a sequel season to it too, called Soul Eater Not, uh, which we can talk a little more about next time. This is a funny ad. See, this is the type of humor more anime needs to utilize. I agree. I very much agree. <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, that, that, that notification noise pretty much confirms what I was going to say, which is that we have reached the end of this very podcast and all talk. So um, next week, I won't be here, obviously, but uh, Ben will be back in the hosting seat. Yes, I shall be. Thank you for letting me have a break. That's fine. I've kept it nice and warm. I have got my arse groove in it. Nicely, oh, you, you will uh, exactly. You will feel comfortable. Yes. I feel because uh, though I am in general, uh, my my backside is rather large, so you well, will feel you. very much, very much home in the groove of my backside. I'm, I'm all for large backsides. Mo cushion, photo potion. That's wow. it. It's frustrating in a heterosexual relationship. No, I think he likes big butts. He cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Otherwise... And not... copyright. <laughs> how, how, many, how many companies have we pissed off today? Microsoft, Comcast. A few. Well, well Microsoft, is, Microsoft is essentially always pissed off. Yeah. There's never a happy moment with them. Sounds like they need a little but bit of a... But you know who we didn't piss off? Verve, one of the best anime streaming services you can get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, Crunchyroll is part of Verve. Go check them out. Stuff is... Oh, shit. I just realized... You know what? I've just realized that, that, that New Japan Wrestling has just started their latest event. This second, that's great. Well, it's in now, so you can go watch it. They're going to go watch New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed, which you can watch <laughs> on NewJapanWorld.net. And uh, it's great, excellent. <laughs> Everybody, in case you don't, you are unaware, or if you have been listening, you are very aware of of fan of Neil is of wrestling. I don't mean literally. I mean like the fandom. If the fandom were his head, it would be the size of the earth. He loves wrestling. But he is to the point now where regular Western wrestling just doesn't quite do it anymore for him. He's, he's overgrown that stale old cocaine and has moved straight on to Japanese heroin. And he is hooked, people. He is hooked. Oh, you just described it. Like, again, <laughs> Given we're talking about, you know, uh, Japanese uh, product here is perfectly acceptable because this is of course very much a japanese product so it's a new japan world i, I believe is the best way you can put it uh, yeah it, you can get a subscription there for the price of 9.99 yen which is very cheap four pounds and get a month's worth of content out there that is for definite that's for sure tonight you can see the young bucks take on the uh, Tamatonga and Tangaloa. You can see Cody Rose take on Juice Robinson for the for the. Uh, Those don't sound like Japanese names. Shh. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I was king to it. Will you let me get to it? And Tomohiro Ishii face off against uh, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega and uh, Kota Ibushi in the main event. Kenny in Omega. Fight. Nice. Fantastic. It's on live right this second. But by the time you listen to this, that was uh, already done and dusted. But you can go and watch the replay if you haven't watched it already. 
Fantastic stuff. And you know, if you subscribe, you'll be able to catch future episodes. Well, exactly. Say. Exactly. That's the main thing to take. Man, I'll give a quick shout yeah, uh, yeah, quick shout out while I'm here. Of course, I, I uh, don't work for this uh, particular site or this particular podcast network. I work for bloodydisgusting.com, and, which is a horror site that uh, deals with some video games that are horror related. So you can see my stuff there. I also would recommend the Creepy Podcast for some great uh, taken from Creepy Pastors and Modern Day Myths. It's great stuff. Uh, it has to be said. Great listen. That's all I have to say on that front. So uh, everyone else will do a roundtable here. Klaus. All right. Give well, again, I want to thank you guys for having me on. Uh, shout outs to all of you guys. Uh, Neil, glad to have you back uh, joining us as a guest. Alfonso, um, glad to have you here for one more week before you take a break. Um, hope everything goes well for you. Um, Chris, great to have you back again after a long absence. Yay. Um, miss talking with you. It's because a couple of these uh, animes is like, I wonder what Chris thinks. Dude, I, I did the, the last four weeks. I'd been doing the same thing. Like, I really want to, and I got to hear what your guys' thoughts about it were. So I, I at least felt a part of the group. I felt I was there with you in spirit. Oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So thank you again for having me here. And if you want to uh, follow me out on Twitter, I am at phxdn underscore k l a u s s, where you'll see me talk a lot about my other podcast, Phoenix on Radio. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. Thanks. That you will, and that you should. I would say, uh, Gary. Sup. Oh, shout-outs. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, Gagalush, and also on Instagram by the same name. Shout-outs to you guys for constantly having me on. I don't know why, since I disagree with you guys all the time. Um, That's why. Sh- <laughs> it's entertainment, yeah. Gary. Are you yeah, not shout entertained? <laughs> shout-out to Alfonso. I hope uh, everything goes well for you in the coming days, man. Thank Love you. you. If, if you need to talk, you know how to reach me. I'm always around. Yep, yep. And um, Klaus, thanks for coming on again. Always fun to hear your delicious opinions. <laughs> and Chris, um, uh, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I knew it was coming. Oh. <laughs> Ben, uh, you sexy sack of meat. I love you. Right. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tim, hope you're able to join us next week. Yeah, Tim, join us soon. Do 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 do. everyone. Um, I suppose that we move on to Chris. Uh, yeah, it is great to be back with all you lovely folks. So thank you so much. Uh, thanks for letting me back on. <laughs> <laughs> No, I joke. You guys are all great. Um, Alphonse, I've missed you so much. You were absent. I was absent. Oh, whatever's going on in your life, man. I, I, I wish you the best. If you need to talk, anything, man, let me know. Um, that's to all of you guys, too. You know, I, <laughs> We all deal with shit um, that goes on in our life, but don't forget you're never alone because if you're on this podcast, then you have family here. Um, thank you to Maybe our friends. Podcast, that... you have family here. You can yes. Contact us. 
Yes. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, I especially want to uh, thank Tim uh, for the Gunslinger Girl recommendation. Um, and uh, hope everything's going well with you and wish you uh, all, the, all the love I can. And if anybody wants to contact me or see the uh, stuff that I retweet, I'm on Twitter at Devangel. That's at D-E-V-A-N-G-I-E-L. Okay. Yeah. You go. And uh, Alfonso, you must go to you. Shout out to you guys. I still appreciate all the support and motivation you have given me through my rough time. Like I mentioned, this will be my last podcast for now as I'm going to take a long, long vacation a month and a half, going to Panama and Costa Rica to work on my health and see some family members. So mid-November, I will be back. Shout out to Ben for still being God. Shout out to Neil. Yeah. It's good to have you back for this one time. I hope to hear you on future podcasts. Shout out to Klaus for always, always um, making Barto and My Hero so detailed when you explain it. Like, I miss certain episodes, but when you talk about it, it feels like I'm watching it. It honestly feels like I'm watching it. Shout out to Chris. Uh, I know you've been through going through a rough patch, but I hope it's over and you can finally move on from it. Um, Thank you. Gary, I love you, but right now I hate you because you say you, you have to show is poopy, and I did not like that. I, I did not like that comment. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, Alphonse. I like that. I'm, I'm so glad somebody else here likes you. Oh my god. I have to hear Why don't you go finger it cannon me? <laughs> it's called Spirit Gun, you please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You can't see it, but I'm doing it right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to Spirit Gun your butthole. Lastly, I'm going to shout out myself for redeeming myself for recommending an awesome anime over that stupid bullshit I picked over a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Zero Guy. Sword Guy. So, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, a million times better than that. That, that has to be said. <laughs> um, that's uh, Ben and Gary, if I'm right. Ben? Okay. No, I, I went. I'd like to shout out to... Oh, right. What's up, Gary? No, I just said I already went. Oh, okay. yeah, I'd like to shout out to Neil. Thank you for being on. I haven't heard you for ages. and I missed you, man. I hope you're doing well. You know, you're kicking butt on that uh, bloody disgusting dot com. So, and I tried to keep up with your tweets. Um, shout out as to a, as oh, carry on as, as uneventful as they are. Yes, it, it, it's nice that you keep up with them. <laughs> um, a shout out to Klaus. Thank you for being on, mate. It's always nice, nice chatting with you. Um, a shout out to Alfonso. We're going to miss you, but we know we want your health to come first, and we look forward to when you come back in November. Yeah. Don't worry. I will always in chat when I have time to just catch up to see what you yes. guys are doing. You can always tweet us. We're always going to be there for you, man. Of course. Um, to Chris, good to have you back. It's been way too long. These last few episodes weren't exactly very problematic, so it's nice to have you back to make it problematic you know we don't know the math now is it chris not being here or me not being here or both this is what we have to find out in future episodes yeah, we'll have I think. to find out um shout out to gary Tune in next week and then 
a shout out to everyone that's listening. Thank you to everyone that's listened to the show this week. Uh, oh, a shout out to Ernest in case he actually got crunch- someone. For- Basically, Ernest was going to try and get some people from Crunchyroll to listen to our podcast. So shout out to Ernest if he got anyone from Crunchyroll to listen to our podcast at crunchyroll.com. Go subscribe now. And sorry, <laughs> general. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> I wonder that's why we have heard from Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit. I, I can't recommend this. My reputation hangs on this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. that would be understandable. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 he's in there. They're like, you say these are guys you know, and he's like, no, no, a friend of a friend of a cousin yeah. of an uncle that it was, it was a drunk. He recommended. <laughs> yeah, you know, I so. What 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 podcast do you like, Mister Head of Crunchyroll? Uh, what what would get on your show? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to everyone that's listening. Thank you all. Always appreciated yeah. uh, to everyone listening. Uh, thank you again for everyone for just being so hospitable and letting me be on again and uh, hosting a podcast again. I, I thought it would be a long time before that would happen without without putting money in my own pocket and starting a different podcast. So it, it's genuinely. The last time I was on, I didn't get to say this, obviously, because uh, we had uh, technical difficulties yeah. at the end. But, uh, I, I guess some never sort of uh, ended up being aired because of that, but I'm not going to do that. Don't worry. Don't, I can smell the dread in people right now where they're like, oh, shit, he's not going to go on a, a fucking. <laughs> A drunken, <laughs> drunken tirades. Please continue. <laughs> Neil's a little drunk. No, it would sound like that because I feel very melancholy and just being like, oh, I love you guys sort of thing. It would very much sound like that. Um, no, it. Back. I, I look to come back near Halloween time because, you know, thematically that suits me very much. Oh, and uh, Oh, my. Oh, my God. We. <laughs> Can we do like a special Halloween podcast well, and talk do, about normally. Oh, oh my god! There's normally a uh, Halloween special. 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 Yeah, maybe look to the future where I will start a, a podcast that may in, include some of these people. Uh, we never know. I know. Just look out at that Twitter that you can find at Nesco N E Double Z. Until uh, Ben will be back in the host chair. You know, my ass groove. And that's not even a sexual thing, I promise you. I love how this bed started to break up a bit. Unless it's an anime. (laughs) I mean, uh, thematically, it would make sense. It's rather innocent, unless you wish it not to be. Choice. Until then, we say the Japanese for whatever it is that makes a tatty bye. Tatty bye. <laughs>